I have one thing I want to share, and I'm going to shorten up the message today because that's what you want me to do anyway. So, Starting this Wednesday, and this will occur once a month, once a month for the men, once a month for the women. We used to have home fellowship, and this year I believe the Spirit of God is having us change some things. And what we're going to be doing, I know it said uh, men's prayer, we're not going to be praying. I'm going to be teaching and, and investing in the lives of men. You know, And we do that every week. We make an investment in your life. And then Kathy will be ministering to the women. So this coming Wednesday at 7 o'clock will be for the men. And I, I found this. I've been reading on uh, some good books about um, what a godly man is. Now listen to this statement by Dr. Miles Monroe. He says, culture and the erosion of what a true godly man looks and acts like have left this current generation feeling fatherless. It is the biggest issue facing us both in the church and the world without role models and guidance. How, how are our young men going to find their way? And how many of you know young men that are fatherless? Maybe you grew up fatherless. God created man to lead. And that boy, that's really stuck out to me as I've read that. God created what? Men to what? Wimp out? No. To lead, to lead in the home, lead in business. God created man to lead, and it is the number one, now listen, diabolical scheme of the enemy, who's Satan, the devil, to crumble nations, families, churches, and homes to remove the man. So that's what I'm going to be... And you know, we'll probably go for about 45 minutes, and that's Wednesday at, at 7 o'clock. I realize some of you men work, and I, I don't, we're going to try to figure out how we can get that message to you. But this year, that's what we're going to be concentrating on is the men. And then, you know, you women got a job to do, especially if you got no man. It's, it's harder, but you can do it. Did you hear me? And so... We'll be investing in you, but you know what? I'm not going to go knock on the door and beg you to be here. That's not my job. It's your heart to be softened and to know in your heart that you need to become the man and the woman of God that God intended you to be for this year. Amen. Yes. Well, you know... Uh, I would, I would say probably, you know, if you're high school age and up, how's that? Kids, when the women are here, um, you know, if, if the men can't take, it, the kid, take care of the kids at home, bring your kids and Brad and I will take care of them. How's that? Yeah. Men's night, women, you know, you do what you got to do, that you always do. Thank God for the women. Amen. Let me look at my time. What time is it? Can you give me 15 minutes? This year, I want to uh, spend some time, especially at the beginning of this year, I want to talk about the church. I want to talk about the importance. We'll get into that in a general fashion today. We'll start on that. What the goal 
or, or the function of the local church is. Why is the church here for you? And then what we're going to do, we're going to kind of um, head into a, a series about what's the Harvest Church called to do? Every church, we're all the body of Christ, and there are all kinds of churches out there. And, you know, some, some churches are, that are out there aren't even called to be churches, and they're still churches. Then there are churches out there that preach Christ, and God bless them. And that's the important thing, but it's important that you understand what, what Harvest Church is all about. And years and years ago, Dr. Carl Connolly and, and somebody else was with him came here and, and sat down with Kathy and I, and, and as we began to just talk about well, what's Harvest Church all about, and they asked me, what, what, are, what are some <clears throat> things that are, that are so prominent when you, when, when you pray, Pastor, that he was talking to me, what's, what's important to you, and, and the, the thing that, that came to me, and you're not going to like this, so maybe I should just move on to number two but was commitment. The underlying thread of this ministry, ever since I, we started back in, in the middle of the 80s, in 85, I've been at this a long time, is commitment. And so when I preach or when I teach, there's always this, this theme of get committed. If you're going to serve at Harvest Church, then serve. If you're going to give, then give. If you say you're going to do something, then do it. You know, these two preachers aren't wishy-washy, mamby-pamby type leaders. If we're going to do something, we're going to do it. And because of that kind of attitude, I've probably driven more people away than I have attracted them. Because people today do not want to be committed to God. They don't want to be committed to their family. Men don't want to be committed to women, vice versa. And, and so the body of Christ needs to get committed. So we're going to talk about commitment. If you want to not be here those times, then that's fine. I'll understand if you're not here, then you don't want to be committed. I'll know. Lighten up. So... Through the years, we, we, you know, I had this message and, and this, this vision statement. This is Harvest Church in a nutshell. And I'm going to change it but a little bit, but this is what we said. And we're going to have it up on the wall um, as you come in the door. But Harvest Church, this is what Harvest Church is all about. A people committed to serving and sharing Jesus Christ. So, People say, what kind of church do you go to? Well, we're people. I'm going to change people to a family of believers because I believe family is important. And we all believe the same thing, don't we? We believe in Jesus. We're a family of believers committed to doing what? Serving Christ and sharing Christ. We not only serve, how do you serve Jesus? By serving one another. By serving the community. What are we doing with night to shine? We're serving the community. And aren't, aren't you thankful? Do you know the majority of the money raised was in the community this year? This church is always, I've never had my hand out asking for things 
I get, I get letters from churches asking me for money. Guess what file they go in? You use your faith and believe God. Did God come through for us? We raised $10,000 or God helped us. Amen? But we're a family of believers committed to serving and then sharing Jesus Christ. And I say this with all sincerity. This came to me and I'm almost afraid to say it because well, I'm going to say it. You know, through the years, we've been a small church. And, you know, it was even, you know, I know that there are churches out there that are big churches and they got all kinds of people, but that doesn't mean they're committed. That doesn't mean they're sharing and, and giving. Amen? And I really believe in these last days in which we live, we need to make sure.